Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everybody, the Super Bowl is done. Season's over. Wash it. We're ready for the offseason. There's some Nick Chubb news. But we're going to be focusing on the upcoming draft, the combine, post-senior bowl. Who are the prospects the Browns need to be focusing on? That's coming up right now on the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. The sickest Cleveland Browns podcast. In the backfield, Latavius Murray. Huntley takes the shotgun snap. Back to pass. Let's the ball got stripped away. In the air. The Browns fight for the ball. And it's picked up by Miles Garrett. He's gonna score! Touchdown! It's gonna be sick. Hey everybody, hope everybody is doing great. Browns fans, okay, we're ready to move forward. It's off-season time. We're gonna be having free agency soon, the owners' meetings, there's going to be the combine, we're coming out of the Senior Bowl. It gets busy real quick, fine by me. I'm ready to put all that, all the postseason awards and all that, that's great, that's done, okay? Coming up in a few minutes, Billy Mansell from IDP Guys is going to join me. He was actually at the Senior Bowl, so I want to dive in with him. Who are the players that the Browns can look at? Because the Senior Bowl is such a good spot to look for those second round and down type of players, right? Which is, of course, the Browns, once again, do not have a first round pick. So we need to find those gems. We need Andrew Berry to hit on some of these guys and look at positions of need. Wide receiver, maybe a pass rusher, okay? Is there anybody else? We'll be looking at this, the linebacker core as well. And we'll get into that with Billy in a few minutes. Make sure you click subscribe, notification bell on, leave comments, follow us on Twitter, X. At Sick Pod Browns, myself at AndyMC81, and on Instagram at AndyMC Sports. So do that, subscribe. Lots of great offseason content coming up for you. But the, I wanted to address before I brought Billy on the Nick Chubb article put out in, by The Athletic earlier on Tuesday. And essentially, good piece, but what it did is it caused a little uproar in the Browns fandom, in the dog pound of, well, does this mean the Browns are going to cut Nick Chubb? Does this mean they're going to let him go? It was just a piece really outlining the contract situation of Nick Chubb and what could and in most cases should happen with a player at his position, at his age with the injury. But by no means does it say that the Browns are going to get rid of Nick Chubb. Andrew Barry specifically sat up there. And look, this is an analytics guy. We know that. We know Andrew Barry, Mr. Analytics, right? And for most players, if you look at a 28-year-old quarterback after a second, 
horrific knee injury with this amount of salary coming up in a lot of cases in most teams if it's not a special player you cut him we have seen great running backs todd Gurley comes to mind other players who just if you're a running back you, you just get dinked that's it you move on but there's sometimes when you have a special player not every team has that type of special player not every team has one in in a decade the browns got one in nick chubb they know it we as fans know it. nick chubb isn't going anywhere okay we know what he meant to that locker room and think of it this way too they'll have to restructure this contract and good news browns fans we have the eggheads the ivy league the the best of the best when it comes to salary cap management it's what arguably the front office does best so we'll see a restructuring as long as nick chubb's side is willing to play ball which by all accounts in the past they have been i suppose anything can happen if they stand their ground and say no we want it as is well now we have a problem but as long as they're reasonable i can easily see something where nick chubb will get an upfront signing bonus for a restructured contract heavy front loaded add on a year whatever and make it work because think of it this way too if you're the browns from now a player perspective you got by and did well with a combination of jerome ford kareem hunt and pierre strong we're going to get to running later round running backs too to replace kareem hunt i'd have kareem hunt back but i think it's it's doubtful that he will based again on his age and, and price so you can go through that committee hopefully with deshaun watson healthy and playing well and then whenever nick chubb comes back now it looks like it's going to be sometime during the season right not the start is sometime october is it november whenever it is you're going to get back presumably a healthy nick chubb even if he's not as explosive off the top even if he's not as nick chubb averaging six yards per carry if you get nick chubb back on the field let's say for fun beginning of november you have the committee aspect that hopefully has been working well with the freshness of nick chubb maybe he takes on the kareem hunt role of punching it in from the goal line think of the morale boost you get a fresh star player in name back on your team when injuries can ravage you i think it's a great it's a great setup for success for both sides so hopefully that helps put any any angst browns fans were having for nick chubb being let go andrew barry said it's a nick chubb's last play is not going to be that play in pittsburgh against the steelers not going to happen and until he gives me a reason not to believe him, i'm going to i'm going to believe him i'm going to believe him let me know what you think though should nick chubb stay or go and more importantly do you think he will be cut or if he'll be back i'm telling you he's going to be back all right Make sure you get us on Twitter at SickPodBrowns, at AndyMC81, Instagram and TikTok at AndyMC Sports. Click subscribe. Let me know in the comments section. Now, Nick Chubb will be back at some point, but who will the new Browns be coming in? So I want to bring in my guy from IDP Guys, Billy Mansell, who was at the Senior Bowl and is going to be covering the Combine as well and getting ready to really look at who is the option at different position groups for the Browns at linebacker, running back, you know, to help replace Nick Chubb, whatever it might be, who are those guys? And we'll bring on Billy. Had a little camera issue there, I think, for a moment. There he is. Hey, Billy, how you doing, bud? How's it going? It's great to be here. Oh, man. Well, thanks for coming on. I noticed in the background a, a Baker Mayfield a Rams jersey. 
Yes, I have. I actually have all. I have Oklahoma because that's my favorite team. My favorite team is Oklahoma Sooner okay. fo- uh, college football. Um, but I, and I fell in love with him when he was there. Um, and so I've been following his whole career. I have the Browns. I have the Panthers, Buccaneers, and I have the Rams. And wherever else he goes in the future, I'll probably <laughs> buy a jersey too. I thought after the Panthers I was done, but the Rams, that one drive against the Raiders, he just – That was I, cool. Stole my heart all over again, you know. I, I had to get a, I had to get another one. So fell in love all over again. Uh, maybe yes. one day, Billy. May, maybe a gold jacket up on the wall too. Who knows? I, if he <laughs> ever sells merch for Hall of Fame, I'll buy that too. So that's, that's, I got the Baker Mayfield Funko guy. in the backdrop there too. So hey, yeah. a Baker, nice. Baker fan is a friend of mine on this show. I'll tell you for that. Sure. All right, for buddy. Sure. So you were at the Senior Bowl, and that's one of my yes. favorite events leading up to the comment because, especially in recent years, Billy, we've seen stars come out of the senior bowl this isn't just the pro pick. baker mayfield josh allen was there dak prescott right like these are our spots where we pay attention as the first step to the draft and and really on the road to the combine so just in general before we get to brown specific i want to get your guy who maybe helped his draft stock the most coming out of that combine all right it will. We're going to bring this player back up in a minute, so I'm going to not bring it, talk about him a whole lot. But okay. it was Roman Wilson uh, from Michigan. Um, I actually, they had a run first heavy system there, so it's just just able to see Roman Wilson actually in a pass heavy atmosphere because they actually got to you know throw the ball downfield and see what he could do. Um, his speed, his athletic traits. I mean, he was just bananas down there. So Roman Wilson was my biggest riser as far as a wide receiver goes, um, probably one of the best players of the entire week. Um, other players that kind of impressed me a little bit was Ricky Parasol from Florida. Uh, he played his first year at Florida with Anthony Richardson, and he was kind of all over the place throwing the ball. So we didn't really get to see him 100% how we thought. So having him this year, he did make probably the best catch of all of college football this past season. Uh, trust me, look it up after this podcast you will not be uh, disappointed with that one. And he had just an amazing week. He's able to make these catches that is just insane. And for a 6'3", probably not quite 200-pound guy, it was very impressive. And I, I was quite happy with what I saw from him. I like I like that size, 6'3", in size. That's what the Browns are going to be needing. We'll swing back to the wide receivers. Now, there's also hype guys who come in and maybe didn't play as well. Did anybody even maybe hurt their draft stock a little bit? Um, I'm just going to, the position group as a whole quarterbacks, I I would love to have seen more. Now, Michael Penix, I will give him Mm. was easily the best one there. I've been, this is my third year going. We have not had great quarterbacks the last couple of years. Uh, Kenny Pickett was the only first rounder in the last two that I went to. And I was, I was shocked when he went in the first round that year because I didn't think he played that well, um, through that entire week. So having Penix down there kind of made me think like, okay, this guy's going in the first round. He's the best one I've seen. Um, but as a whole, like Joe Milton from Tennessee didn't mm-hmm. didn't really love him. Spencer Rattler's getting a lot of buzz. And while I do think he is a good developmental pick, where if you pick him behind somebody where you don't plan on him going in right away, sure that would that he did raise his stock in that one, but he's not a starter. Um, and even Bo Nix, who a lot of people were kind of hoping yeah. after this would be a first rounder. I still think he might be teetering on that edge closer to probably a second rounder where he could come in and win a game in next year and nobody would be surprised, but he's not as surefire. I think as some people thought of like coming in and maybe even being a starter next season. I don't, I just didn't see that. Yeah. There, there seems to be maybe more so than in recent memory of 
these quarterbacks with a lot of name recognition coming out of college, like the Spencer Rattlers, the Bo Nicks, where if you think of it in the college sense, like, oh man, they're stars. But as we know, there's that, there's that transition that doesn't always happen. So that's interesting to say that we'll see how they progress through the combine process here in conversation sure. with Billy Mansell from IDP guys on Twitter X at uh, Hom Bravender. You can get him there. Um, now, Billy, let's look at the Browns specific needs because we don't have a first round pick again due to the Deshaun Watson deal. We start in the second round, third, fourth, and, you know, actually, I don't think we have a four. I think we have three and fives and stuff. But in any case, um, let's begin with those wide receiver groups because this is the area where, again, with that big salary cap number for Deshaun Watson, the Browns are going to have to make some concessions. Is it Amari Cooper leaving and another free agent or trade coming in? Is it him staying and you having to, to build up through a rookie? We had Cedric Tillman, who I like, but we look at this Browns depth chart, Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, Cedric Tillman, and David Bell. Really, um, who's I'm I'm looking for kind of the the guys you maybe the guys you mentioned like that kind of the big fast. We need kind of that guy who could grow into an alpha. Yeah, and I think it starts with Rowan Wilson. Now, I will not lie to you. The combine he might bump up a bit and maybe back like that very back into the first round which oh, no. if that happens that's kind of like that's kind of worst case scenario because he is just absolutely perfect for what the Browns would be looking for Ooh. in a potential alpha wide receiver because like I said and this is no shot at JJ McCarthy because I don't think it was his fault but Roman Wilson really did never get to show what he could actually be and actually do in that offense that was so run heavy I mean in hmm. the championship game J.J. McCarthy threw 10 pass or completed 10 passes. How can a wide receiver possibly show what they could do when he's not even getting a chance to complete some of the passes? So I do think Rowan Wilson would be a great, but the combine could possibly scare me and because he might boost his uh, stock up. Um, a couple other guys I was looking at was Tez Walker. He is coming from North Carolina. Uh, he played with Drake May. He played with Sam Howell. Um I actually think that he could be an alpha. There was a he was at the uh, Senior Bowl as well. There was a couple of bad drops that he had, but I don't. I, you know, when you're down in the Senior Bowl, you're getting used to playing with new guys that you've never had thrown the ball to. Sure. You're supposed to show all of this in a couple of days, so I didn't really hold that uh, completely against him because I do think he could be a good possession receiver, and I definitely think he's going to be in the second round. I don't really see him getting into the first, um, so the second round would be where I find him. Um, I mentioned Ricky Parasol. I think he's more of a third round guy. If you all don't get him in the second round or choose to go a different direction. And then uh, lastly was Jalen Polk from Washington uh, because of what Roma Dunze did there. And he's obviously a first round top five, probably wide receiver. Um, Jalen Polk kind of fell a little bit to the undercard, which he is definitely not an undercard wide receiver. He is definitely a guy who at the next level could end up being, you know, potentially more popular than Roma Dunze put in the right offense. And that is a kind of guy that if the Browns snagged him in the second or third round, he could grow into being that alpha wide receiver. And you will hmm. wonder why was he not Roma Dunze at Washington um, after it's all said and done. What's his size like? What are his, his measurements? Is he a bigger guy? Or? Uh, he's kind of a six one, two hundred pound guy. So, okay. I mean, it, it's not, you know, not a lot small. of people are like, oh, he's not short. Like, he's not going to have – he's not tall, so he's not going to be no, – but he was very good. He's very good at tracking the ball downfield. He's definitely a guy that can throw, you know, get the home run ball. Um, okay. And I, I don't th – I think that. he will be able to mesh into any offense 
Um, he made Michael Penix into what he is today. A lot of people are like, oh, Michael Penix made these three guys. Well, I don't know. I, I actually think maybe these guys just helped. I think it was a, a you know homogenous thing. I think they both right. helped each other. Actually, I think those are some great options there. That's And that's what we're looking for, right, guys, who might might drop in extra backup plans if somebody doesn't does get bumped up into the first round. So, okay, that's wide receiver. Um, let's stick with the offense. And the running back spot, and I mentioned it off the top, I think Nick Chubb later in the year, however he looks coming back, could probably serve at least initially as that short yardage goal line, punch it in type. But yeah. this is where you have Jerome Ford, you got Pierre Strong, um, you probably have another veteran. A later round running back here, Billy, that might be maybe just kind of that that bulldozer type. Just like, I don't need him catching the ball. I need mm-hmm. a wrecking ball who's powerful. I don't need the home run. Just boom, bust through. Okay. Well, I kind of I, I kind of put my dream scenarios in order of like how high they're going to go versus yeah. the, the lowest one. Um, okay. The highest one is Braylon Allen from Wisconsin. He's 6'2", 220 pounds. He is probably going to go in the third or fourth round. So that's kind of like reaching a little bit for a Browns right. pick when you don't necessarily need that. But that would just be an absolute dream. He is just the latest in the long run of Wisconsin running backs that's going to come out and surprise the league. Um, actually, I think the Browns are quite lucky this year. The, the running back pool, not a lot of top-end guys. There's not a lot of hmm. – I don't even think there's going to be a second rounder. If, if so, it's going to be late. So there's a lot of good running backs you're going to be able to get a little bit later than normal. Um, the two fits that I really like for the Browns, especially with where you'll be picking, is uh, Marshawn Lloyd. He's from USC. Um, I actually got a chance to talk to Marshawn Lloyd at the Senior Bowl. He kind of models his game after Josh Jacobs, but with like the quickness of DeAndre Swift. And oh. I was that just immediately made me perk up because I'm like, wow, okay, if, if you think you can be that, um, but he is quite the bulldozer. He's got the size. He's I believe he's six foot two oh five. I believe is yeah. what he weighed in down there. Um, and so I mean that would be perfect. The last two I have one's Cody Schrader from Mizzou. Um, he's kind of a smaller guy, maybe like five eight, five nine, but he's definitely a bulldozer. He got a ton of touchdowns at Mizzou. He is a pass catching back as well. He says he kind of wants to be uh, Christian McCaffrey, but I don't really think he profiles that way. I, I know, I know that's the dream. I'll take everybody him. Wants to be that exactly. <laughs> uh, I know everybody wants to be that, but he's yeah. kind of like the lesser version of that. I don't know if that's going to work out that one. And then the last one, you're probably going to get this for free at the end of the draft if you want it, and that's Frank Gore Jr. Um, namesake alone probably gets a lot of people perked yeah. up, but he's not quite as good as his uh, dad. Um, but he is he is a guy, exactly what you're looking for. Goal line back, uh, can hit a home run ball if necessary. I know Kareem Hunt has done that in the past, um, but he's just good at getting that short yarded situation and a guy that you could probably fit in right away with what you're looking for there. Isn't that wild, Frank Gore? Like he's been around so long now, his son is like, what? <laughs> It's it's insane. I I can't believe it. Yeah, I don't want, don't want to think about it. But yeah, no, that's, that's crazy. That's why I, I like those running back options there. And someone, yeah, if especially if it's deep, we see running backs drop all the time uh, in, in general sure. these days, right? So that's that could be some nice value with one of those fifth round picks, maybe or something like that. Uh, let's swing to the defensive side of the balls. We chat with Billy Mansell from IDP guys, who was at the Senior Bowl covering sure. the draft, the combine. So pass rusher because we have some questions here of course we got miles garrett the defensive player of the year sorry tj watt still cry over that little punk zadarius smith (laughs) zadarius smith may or may not be back that's why we have to wait until free agency maybe he's back on a uh, a one-year deal maybe he's not 
however it, it might look. You have nice uh, pieces like Alex Ray, who came on strong at the end. You still have Isaiah McGuire, who you drafted last year. I like Lonnie Phelps. I hope they develop him. I really like Lonnie Phelps. But as far as they rotate, we know the Jim Schwartz defense. He likes rotations. He likes fresh bodies. Mm-hmm. So um, any pass rushers that caught your eye. Uh, and I'm glad you mentioned rotation because I picked out handpicked one out just for you. And that's Braylon Trice from Washington. Um, Washington kind of used a similar system where they rotated a lot of guys in, uh, there is an, okay. So the edge rusher class this year is kind of strange depending on who you ask. There's a lot of first round edge rushers, but I just don't see it working out that way. I see a lot of these guys probably going to drop, um, and then end up in the second and third round. Um, so Braylon Trice would be the guy that I would be going for there. He was a, a rotational piece, but he was able to get, as soon as he got injected in the offense or a defense, he was able to make impact plays right away. That would be the main guy. Um, the other guy I would bring up is Chris Braswell from Alabama. I do believe because he had Dallas Turner on the other side, Dallas Turner will be a first round edge rusher. Um, but because he was the other guy in the defense, mm-hmm. I think that he's going to drop just because a lot of people are going to be focused on that, but he was all as good. You know, it's, it's like pick your poison kind of thing. It's just happens yeah. to be that, you know, Dallas Turner got more of the sacks, but it, he was definitely just as impactful. Just maybe not, you know, the numbers don't jump off the page as much as they did with Dallas Turner. So he's someone who could drop a little bit potentially. I think so. I think he's probably in the third round right now. I don't know how he would get up higher than that, but I think he's a guy that you could snag in late, you know, early day two or day three, maybe even um, to where you would be happy with that as a potential starter at some point. Well, that'd be, you know, if we could get one of the wide receivers you mentioned in the second round, swing back and yeah. get him in the third, that'd be pretty good. I think you walk away happy with that. I, yeah. I honestly do. You walk away pretty good. And one last spot here. The linebacker position. Now, JOK, Jeremiah Wusukoromoa, really developed stud, future chess piece, centerpiece of this linebacker core. But we know in the Jim Schwartz and uh, defense, and really the Browns' mindset under Andrew Berry has not been to value the linebacker position highly, much to the chagrin of some Browns fans. So it's more of you're, you're going to draft or sign one-year guys you know, you got Anthony Walker who can't stay healthy. Jacob Phillips can't stay healthy. Um, it's the only talkie talkie's been nice. I hope they bring him back. Uh, but it, it's a spot where you might have two on the field and you're going to look to develop the next JOK. JOK mm-hmm. fell and, you know, now now look at what they've been able to develop him. So someone who, you know, I'm not spending a high piece, but someone with some upside. For sure. Well, I brought two. I brought one that if you wanted to pay up a little bit more premium, who you're really going to love. And then I brought one guy that you're going to get in the later rounds. Uh, The guy I would love to see in this defense is Peyton Wilson from North Carolina State. I did get a chance to talk with him at the Senior Bowl as well. He is just a good old country boy. I asked him what kind of music does he like to listen to to pump up. He says he doesn't use it, doesn't need it, doesn't want anything about that. And he is just tough as nails. He is a guy that uh, is trying to be like Luke Keekley. Like, and that should make everybody excited who likes linebackers. And he, that's the kind of guy he wants to be. He did have a couple injuries, which I think is what's going to potentially drop him down a couple of shoulder injuries. Um, But if the Browns want to pay up just a little bit, it is probably going to be a third or fourth rounder. I know they don't have one fourth rounder potentially, but if they want to pay up a little bit, that is a guy that you could potentially have for five to 10, maybe even 15 years if he stays healthy. So a guy that you're going to want to have on your, your side. 
And then my, my later guy is Tyrone Hopper from Mizzou. Uh, Mizzou had a very, very good defense this year, which I don't think a lot of people know because they were in a lot of shootouts. Um, but Tyrone Hopper, who was supposed to be at the senior bowl and opted out due to an ankle injury, um, should be fine to go with the combine next week. He is a guy who is very fast and very moving. And I think in the vein of JOK, if they got him in there, and I, I think that he's a guy they could develop into that, you're probably going to get him in the sixth or seventh round okay. um, at this point. So I, I think that he would be a guy I would go with. Right. And we've seen Andrew Berry take outside of JOK really take shots on like a Tony Fields and stuff like that in later in the draft. So, okay, yeah. those are a couple of, of good options. I love it. Sure. Now, now we're in draft season. Now we're getting ready free agency. Oh, yeah. And of course, all the, the pieces and needs will move for all the teams. But uh, phenomenal. Uh, Billy, tell people where they can find you, your great work with IDP guys and all that. For sure. Well, follow me at Ombre Vendor. I'm going to be talking about the draft a lot. Believe me, everything, all of my thoughts are going to be on there. Um, and also follow my podcast. We do, all, it's called At Offensive Points. And it is just, it says of the offensive points, but we talk about both offense and defense on the show. We just, uh, it's a podcast. Just, we talk about draft. We talk about fantasy football. We talk about just about anything. Um, trying to get people ready for the fantasy football season, but we also really just dive deep into the draft and we'll be doing a lot of draft content coming up here. Absolutely love it. Billy, thank you so much, brother. Let's do it again soon. For sure. Yeah, thank you for having me on. All right, there he goes. Billy Mansell from IDP, guys, and you heard where you can find him right there. I like these options, guys. I like these options for the Browns with these later round picks that Billy laid out. I'm going to go through and do some uh, some deeper dive on them and some similar pieces leading into the combine but there are some choices that Andrew Barry can make here that you're going to have to with the salary cap issues you're not going to be able to go outside a whole bunch of top tier free agents who quite often don't pan out anyway you pay more so you're going to have to do it through the draft and it miss right some work some don't but there's some good options that Billy laid out there let me know who you want the Browns to take in the draft. Is there any player it, specifically? You're like, they got to get that guy. They got to get that guy. Tell me. Let me know. Leave it in the comments. Hit us up on Twitter, X, at SickPodBrowns, at AndyMC81, Twitter or Instagram and TikTok, at AndyMCSports. And let's let's get ready for the combine. We'll come back next week. We'll talk some combine. We'll get ready for free agency. Busy, interesting, and important offseason for the Cleveland Browns. So click the notification, subscribe. We always love that. Until next time, go Browns! And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.